the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. I've put together a sheet on commodities. I get a lot of quotes, a lot of questions about commodities, and a lot of people really kind of see the speculation of them. Oil creates the illusion of completely changed life, life without work, life for free. Oil is a resource that anesthetizes thoughts, blurs visions, and corrupts. That was from one of the Shaw of Shaws. As a man who lived in the Middle East, he was kind of saying, this is good stuff. Christopher Buckley once said, oil they would buy from anyone, from Satan. (laughs) If you need your economy running, yeah, you're going to buy oil from Satan, I think, right? So oil is one of those commodities that we all kind of understand, oil and coal. Now, how do you understand the commodity corn or, you know, uh, hog, hog futures? And have you ever watched Trading Places with Eddie Murphy? There's a pretty funny line in it, and he's with Dan Aykroyd and... They basically get set up by these rich guys in a kind of a Pygmalion tale of we can, trans- we can transform a poor ghetto black man into a refined investment advisor. So these two old guys are playing games with these two younger guys. And uh, there's a scene in it where it's all about orange juice. And you, know, you can see lying and people setting each other up and such to kind of maximize gains based on weather or based on freezes or hurricanes or what have you. That's where commodities get kind of interesting because they are tied towards Mother Nature and planet Earth. You know, if you take a look at some of the, the big names of, of commodities, you get like crude oil and natural gas and gold. Gold is used for making jewelry. So there's a tie into India and China. But gold is also a hedge against, it's kind of a financial standard against the dollar. I love gold. Natural gas, and we're not talking about the methane bursts, outburst of your child's you know, dairy air. We're talking about electric utilities by natural gas as an input to make electricity. The other main commodity electric utility companies use to make electricity is thermal coal, and coal is considered bad, dirty. Crude oil is used to make oil-related products like gasoline, jet diesel, and heating oil. Copper is used in building construction. So when you see the price of copper going up, maybe it's because businesses are excited. They're building buildings. Uh, Electrical equipment, transportation equipment. Copper is an indicator when you see it at range in price on maybe future activity. Not always. Sometimes there's a shortage. Sometimes there's a mine that being a blows up or something like that. There's more than 50 pounds of copper in a typical U.S. automobile. Building wire and plumbing have been the two top markets in the, in the recent you know years in the United States. So 
building wire and plumbing. Again, when do we put plumbing in new buildings? Steel is a uh, commodity that, I, I don't know, I think it used to be more important than it is today because it's used to make skyscrapers, bridges, and amongst other big structures, right? The auto industry accounts for about 12% of it, so you could kind of look at steel and see when it, it firms in demand and when it weaks in demand. That maybe it has something to do with you know the number of cars being sold or the number of skyscrapers, but it still doesn't work quite as well for me. How about some like some crazy, crazy commodities? Right, we're practically giving them away. Platinum and palladium. You know what they're used for? Catalytic converters in cars. Zinc is used to coat and protect steel from corrosion. It's also real good against sunburns, right? Grains such as corn are used to feed cattle more so than to make you wheaties. Cattle has a big cost of refrigeration. Same thing with same thing with pork bellies. It's more expensive to freeze the pork belly than it is to raise a hog and kill it. Poor Porky. Wheat's used as feed cattle as well. Wheat's also used to make breads, baked goods, and other things. Some corn's used to make ethanol. Ethanol just got a big push in the United States again. And a lot of people hate ethanol. I know it's it's kind of a weird thing to say out loud. Soft agricultural commodities like sugar, coffee, rice, and cocoa are a little bit more straightforward, right? Coffee, obviously, when you see the price of coffee change, it could obviously clearly affect Starbucks. So a fungus in Brazil or a massive rainfall, which leads to funguses and such, could uh, kill the uh, coffee business and make the inflationary pressures hit someone like um, a Starbucks. There's a lot of commodity indexes which show inflation as commodities get more expensive. It's a cost that typically the producers have to suck up, and then they decide do they pass it on to you or me. And that's why we we follow commodities. Now, you could follow the hard commodities. You could follow the the metals. You you can make your decisions, but you do kind of need to stay in touch with the stuff. The CRB is the most popular index, and... Again, I don't expect you to do this, but it tracks 19 commodities. It tracks aluminum, which is used in airplanes, copper, gold, wheat, silver, heating oil, orange juice, natural gas, corn, lean hog, sugar, coffee, cocoa, soybeans, oil, gasoline, cattle, and nickel. Now, there's even more commodities out there, like feeder cattle and live cattle. And you're like, my head's about to explode. And I get it. In 2016, the CRB hit a 43-year low, which was telling us there wasn't a lot of inflation just a couple years ago. And since then, we've seen the CRB move a little bit higher and created a little bit of inflation, which means you and I have a little less money and corporations make a little less money. And not a problem yet, but looking ahead, you, you do look at commodities forecasts. The World Bank is forecasting that commodities overall will continue rising, right? It's forecast that prices for energy which is like oil and natural gas and coal will rise about 4% on average. So you, you kind of want a 2 to 4%. But you see companies that sometimes have direct exposure to these commodities like ExxonMobil. If you see the price of oil surge, it's going to help ExxonMobil. If you see Barrick Gold, if you see gold prices surge, it's going to help them. Caterpillar, obviously a play in construction. Um, they want you want to keep an eye on farming and construction. Like if corn demand goes higher, we're going to need more John Deere tractors, more caterpillars. So if copper goes higher, maybe it's caterpillars your direct play. If corn goes higher, maybe it's deer is your stock play. 
So just know that like there's a lot going on. There's OPEC, there's Russia, there's China, there's the United States where we make deals to, you know, mow down our fields in order to, you know, push prices higher for farmers. Like there's crazy stuff that goes on in the commodity markets, but it's fun to watch. If you want to report on commodities, drop me an email, rob at robblackshow.com. It's rob at robblackshow.com, and I'll send you the basics that you need to know. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves, weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW, and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or kdow.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. I'm Rob Black, talking all... Things financial, money invested, and more. Guess what's out there now? San Francisco has its new brand spanking new store. It's an Amazon store. And now you're saying, oh. First time you probably heard of Apple stores, you're like, we don't need that. And then you kind of learned that it was kind of cool, kind of worked, kind of had some appeal to it. Something was happening yesterday on Battery in California streets. That's right in the financial district. Um... You download the app, you fiddle around, you get to go into Amazon Go, uh, you get to do things with QR codes. Um, it's kind of like a fancy 7-Eleven, all things considered, is the way, best way of, of throwing it out there. It's, it's really, really orange, uh, which plays into San Francisco Giants colors, right? A um, lot of employees were in the crowded store, but in the future there won't be as many. Um, can you steal from Amazon Go? Because you... That's probably the biggest thing, where you walk around and you grab stuff and you leave. Um, it's the future, and it cuts down a lot on employees. Like uh, when I was at McDonald's recently, you guys going in for some like a, a shake on the road because it's 114 degrees, and uh, you look at the line, and <clears throat> there's one guy working the drive-through and the counter, and it's busy because everyone's using kiosks. So good for him, or good for that company to figure out you know, how do we save on labor. You automate as much as you can. So in this San Francisco store with Amazon, it's all about automation to me. Hey, guess what? We get free tacos again. Taco Bell is giving away the free tacos because last night during the World Series, I know you're saying, World Series? Uh, steal a base, steal a taco. If a player steals a base during the World Series, Taco Bell pledges to give away free tacos across the United States. Woohoo! Seems like they do this every year, and it seems like every year I give them free publicity about free tacos. And I say to myself, well, I don't even like Taco Bell, and I don't even think those are tacos. Yo quiero taco and Bell. then I, I think if I lived in a world where I was working with people at lunch, I might go, hey, Mike, uh, you want to go grab a free taco? Or let's go get tacos. I'm buying today. Oh, the merriment, right? Um, so this is going to be Thursday, not today, not tomorrow, but Thursday at 1 o'clock, the November 1st, so the day after Halloween, which is perfect, right? You're limited to one taco per person. It's from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m., uh, so it's a little bit during dinner time, right? Taco Bell's 2015 Steel Bay Steel Taco has become a popular deal, and again, they do it like with basketball, I believe, you know, uh, the NCAA Madness. And they don't mind giving away free tacos because when you're there, you're typically going to say, I'll take a Coke, too. And right there, boom, they've made money. Um, and they've got you to the store and maybe they got you cooked. So but a lot of excitement about free tacos. Just throwing that out there for you. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner Halloween costume on sale at Amazon has been slammed for mocking transgender people. Uh, kids today can't even wear hollow or kids today can't wear masks to school. I'm like, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, Halloween was a really big thing 
when I was a kid. You have one week, ladies and ghouls, to get ready for Halloween. AT&T stumbling a bit today. Stumbling, bumbling. Um, it's earnings season. AT&T reported we- lower than expected earnings. Boeing game ground today. S- Boeing soared into the air. They had some surprise upside. AT&T down. About 3.2% for a very conservative company. Well, they're not as conservative as they used to be having bought Time Warner. So Capital One Financial. They're up after reporting third quarter earnings. Um, solid numbers. Capital One's one of those companies that makes a lot of sense to you. I know you know people who have the credit cards. and I know you know the woman who was married to Batman. I think she's in those Capital One commercials. And you'd be right. So, so that's out there. Burger King's in the news. Their sales disappointed. And, uh, you know, again, it comes back to Taco Bell, McDonald's. McDonald's is coming out with a new menu right now that is going towards the direction of meteor morning sandwiches. So Taco Bell, on the other hand, is giving away things and coming up with new tasting foods. Uh, Burger King has their Halloween thing that's supposed to give you more nightmares, which is kind of sad to me. <laughs> like, Where's the beef? How do we draw? Pe- how do we draw people in, right? So, a McDonald's stock is at an all-time high, and they're adding a new breakfast menu. Um, Burger chain breakfast remains an opportunity for them. So, always tinkering, right? Always tinkering. So. Uh, Big Mac turns 50 years old. I don't know what you're saying. Play the Beatles song. It's your birthday. That would be cute. I'm not going to do it. You make me do it. I'll quit. Burger King Parent Restaurant reported quarterly results. Um, not down by a lot. About 1% sales. But, again, all the tinkering, it's it's all about volume, volume, volume for these guys. Popeyes, they do chicken, right? They're tied towards Burger King. They had the uh, smallest of the three brands. Their sales grew just one half of 1%. Love that chicken from Popeyes. God, going back to my days of living in the South, it was a different time, ladies and gentlemen. Facebook is unveiling systems for catching child nudity. And uh, out of touch I am. I, I know, I know. I was like, do we need this? Um, they're coming out with systems for catching child nudity and grooming of children. And it's one of the scariest parts of the 21st century, right? Social media. Facebook's uh, used moderators last quarter they removed 8.7 million user images of child nudity with the help of previously undisclosed software that automatically flags such photos. What's wrong with people? It's a machine learning tool that rolled out over the last year identifies images that both contain nudity and a child, allowing increased enforcement of Facebook's ban on photos that show minors and sexualized content. Yep. <laughs> So Facebook's doing what they're supposed to be doing, trying to help their reputation, but it also highlights to you, like, there is that problem there, isn't there? So sometimes the fix is worse than the, than the sometimes the cure is worse than the problem, you know? I'm Rob Black, talking to all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. So we're getting some mixed messages out of the economy right now. Stock market leading indicators got to early volatile, saying things are get volatile in the economy in about six months from now. That's the thought that I'm feeling. Target CEO says the U.S. consumer is as strong as ever. That's another feeling. I'm like, whoa. We got that going for us, which is nice. 
consumer teaches a lot, right? If consumers are going out and buying houses, it teaches you something about like where people are with their settling down and their job comfort. Consumers going out and buying cars, and cars happen to be trucks instead of luxury automobiles. Maybe that tells you something. Someone in South Carolina won the big, 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 big lottery. And something tells me someone in the trailer park is going to get very, 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 very big-headed today. Because uh, Lord knows it wasn't me who won. We're not making fun of South Carolina today. It's a South Carolina free day. So um, Americans are feeling pretty good with their economy. Um, you get to see by companies like Target. Target's a pretty good indicator. Um, so the CEO of Target says he sees no change in how Americans feel about their finances. He says it's um, a good consumer environment. It's the best he's ever seen. So people are willing to throw down money right now. For the consumer, they're at work. They're seeing better wages. Their confidence is strong. They're very, very active in the marketplace. Their traffic is up at Target. Now, again, not the end-all, be-all. We're not going to say things are great at Target. There's a lot of foot traffic at Target. By all means, go out and spend all your money. One of the things I loved yesterday, not only did I, we get to see the uh, LA Dodgers lose, but during the game, if you paid attention, you got to see YouTube TV. Did you, did you notice it? Um, so YouTube TV is one of the big sponsors of the World Series. And if this isn't telling you, you know, where the barbarians at the gate or the wolves at the door, YouTube TV is taking over the World Series, the partnership. Um, the live TV streaming service is once again the presenting sponsor of the World Series presented by YouTube TV. So you looked up at the scoreboard yesterday and you got to see a lot of, you know, that big red button, that, that play button. And, uh... Last year's YouTube TV World Series partnership was groundbreaking and controversial. Um, you know, where you cross the Rubicon of advertising, YouTube said it had big sign-up increases and brand awareness lifts, so the company doubled down again in March. They signed a two-year deal with the MLB to do the, you know, YouTube Presents the World Series through 2019. So big, big one of those, like... Uh, moments where we're going, okay, streaming is, is doing something nice. And ABC, NBC, CBS, or Fox, I guess Fox has the World Series, right? So Fox is a broadcast, terrestrially based, right? They got the big antennas. You can get their service for free. You don't have to pay cable for it. You can get an antenna and get it. So Fox is out there, and they're, they're, they pay big bucks, big bucks for the World Series. And they're running an ad campaign where the Major League Baseball is presented by YouTube TV. So YouTube TV, you have to pay for. It's not free, and more and more people are doing it. And again, you could watch the World Series, ABC, NBC, CBS, Detroit. But you can kind of see how this is, is a little controversial, right? As my friend Eminem once said, we need little controversy. Yeah, yeah, I don't feel so good today. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. So YouTube being a big sponsor. Um, I think that's just, again, a moment where streaming's winning. I have YouTube TV, by the way. And I do on shares of Google. Interesting. Um, I do believe that, you know, the other day the kids wanted to watch something, and I was like, okay, I'll rent it for you. And I could have rented it through Comcast or YouTube or uh, who are the other big companies out there. Um, the well, I guess the Play Store. So... And ultimately, I went through Apple because I have shares of Apple as well. So I like using the people service that I invest in. 
Sales of U.S. single-family homes fell to a near two-year low in September. Um, again, you're on point. You've been noticed, in my opinion, um, if you can't see that the rising interest rates are causing higher mortgage rates and higher prices on homes are undercutting the housing market. And maybe we've hit a little bit of a top. So Hurricane Florence likely weighed on the new home sales in the south, which decreased 1.5% in September, their lowest level since August 17. But we're having rising interest. We're having rising inventory. And sales down 12% in the west to a two-year low of new home sales, um, plunging 40% in the northeast, their lowest level since April 2015. Weak new home sales come on the heels right now of a report showing that home building permits and housing completions were weaker than expected. The housing market is underperforming a very robust economy. And what people are blaming is homes are too expensive. Home loans are getting more expensive with higher mortgage costs. And wage growth just isn't growing that fast is what it comes down to. You know, mortgage rates jumping from 3.8% to 4.8% is a pretty big move. Um, Exponential. So compared to your salary increases. So that's out there. And again, I'm not making fun of your salary. I'm just saying that's out there. Um, UPS had a strong quarter, and they've got a little bit of a trade war going on right now with China and the United States, which caused the international segment revenue to fall below street expectations. But UPS had a pretty good quarter, 20% rise in profit. Not a monopoly, but there's not that many delivery companies at this point in time. Of course, there's things like Uber, who is just pulling together a war chest of money right now and is getting ready to come public next year who obviously wants to get more into what FedEx and UPS leaves on the table or drops from the table. So the world's largest delivery company, UPS, said revenue at the package services rose 8.1% in the third quarter. Um, The international segment, obviously tied towards um, potential trade wars and tariffs, up about 3%. So the big brown vans, yes, you can invest in those too. Um, I don't think it's a bad idea to start research thinking, you know, maybe is this right for me or not? Or when is it right for me? Let's see how many times in the last 10 years it's dropped 10% or 15% or 20%. Maybe that's when I wait for my opportunity. It seems to do it, like you can take a look at it and say, oh, it seems to do it, you know, eight times in 10 years. So it's probably going to happen again sometime in the next year and a half, right? That's how you could look at some of this. It's not rocket science get a basic idea that stocks aren't always going to be at the 52-week highs, which, again, I think is a good thing. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, I think we're hitting things pretty well. I will say October is turning into a bit of a problem month for people, and it's it's got a history of being a problem month, and maybe it's psychological. Um, maybe it's a little bit of whipsaw going into the easiest times of the month, November uh, of the year, November and December when people are basically checked out. So the S&P 500's down about 6% so far this October. So we're trying to figure out, you know, is this a good thing or a bad thing? The 1929 and 1987 stock market crashes occurred on the 10th month of the year. Let's take a look at what is October. It's the 10th month of the year. Oh, no, don't say it three times in a row. 1929, 1987 stock market crash. 1929, 1987 stock market crash. 1929, 1987 stock market crash. You say it three times and it's going to happen. So we were down 17% in one month in 2008 because the banking system in the United States started to collapse uh, because of bad mortgage loans, because of bad politicians wanting companies to do loans to people that shouldn't have had them. 
And then companies trying to figure out how to pass the buck on to, instead of them eating the bad loans, pass the buck on to consumers who would buy the products happily to get better than average market returns. So the market's a little bit oversold, but is it going to keep correcting? The S P 500 now is trading at 17.7 times expected earnings over the next four quarters. It was at 21.7 times back in 2018, earlier in the year. So we've, we've taken some of that super expensive premium out, and we're getting back to more normal levels. 15 to 17, uh, future PE. And then when you get really down and discouraged, the market PE will shrink to like 11 to 12. Um, and that's historically always been a great buying opportunity. 15 to 17 is typically about the norm of where we carry. And when you buy, when the PE is up around 21, 22, 23, you probably have downside, more downside than up, as we're finding out. So 79% of the 111 companies in the S&P 500 that have topped third quarter earnings forecasts um, the stocks are not being driven significantly higher by your investors, so the good news seems to be priced in. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. I've got two events coming up in November in San Jose on a Saturday. I'm doing a brand new one, and it's uh, it's going to be a doozy. It's investing beyond your 401k wealth accumulation. Hope to see you out there. You can sign up at Rob Black Show today. It's Rob Black Show today. The event's November 17th. Use code RADIO25 to get in for free. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. It's the end of the year. I looked at my paycheck recently. I was not happy with what I've sent to the IRS or the state of California. It just feels like, whoa. It's kind of a weird thing when you're like... I send more money in taxes than my dad made the last year of his working career. That just tells you the, the problem that is California. High-paying jobs, yes. Lots of taxes, yes. But if you win the lottery, no California state taxes. Yay! Except for the sales taxes when you go out and buy a new Lamborghini. Let's bring in CFP Chad Burton Talk, end-of-year taxes. And I wanted to hit on this today because... You're towards the end of the year, and there's a lot of people out there that are self-employed, and they're trying to catch up. A lot of times, people that are in the height of their earnings career, their kids tend to be out of college. They finally have some lower expenses. Maybe even their mortgage is, is lower now, and they realize they have got to catch up. Or we see this all the time where people sell a business, they retire, and they're on several boards of different companies, and they get paid consulting fees. And man, there are some great things that you can do with that income if you don't need it. First of all, you can put in place what's called a defined benefit plan. And a defined benefit plan, you work with a third-party administrator to do the documents. You can set up the account anywhere you want. I use TD Ameritrade, so I can buy any stock, bond, mutual fund, or ETF that I want. You set it up, and you can defer a ton of your income. So if you're making you know a couple hundred thousand a year, don't be surprised if you can't defer a hundred thousand of that, for example, depending on your age. Then you can do a, a 401k plan on top of that. So you can do, okay, let's say I'll get a hundred thousand dollar tax deduction. So I know I'm talking to a small portion of the population right now, but there's so many things that can be done. You can have this big tax deduction, plus you can do a Roth 401k on top of that, where you can put in 24,500 into a Roth 
inside your 401k that goes tax-free for the rest of your life. And then you can also do another 6% of your income, your net income, as a post-tax contribution to that 401k. And every year convert that to a Roth. So working on one right now where a person is able to do the defined benefit contribution plan, he's getting almost $100,000 tax deduction. He's going to put 24000 into the Roth side of the 401k and another 15000 in post-tax that's going to be converted each year to the 401k. So he's basically going to create a Roth, a tax-free account that he's adding 39500 per year in, in this situation. So if you are self-employed, and you are really trying to find ways that are much better than a SEP IRA, which is one of the worst things. I mean, it's not bad that you're funding it, but it's not really the best tool at all. A SEP IRA is not the best tool for most self-employed people. It's the easiest one to set up, but it's not the best. It limits what you can do, and it doesn't allow you to do the Roth, backdoor Roth conversion strategies. So, Self-employed people really need to take the opportunity. You got a limited time now. It's most of the way through October already, which blows my mind. You have limited time that you can set these things up before it's the end of the year. And then you got to do some planning on what to do under the new tax law, um, making sure that you're dealing with your income the right way to take a certain amount. Maybe you you need to incorporate and take a certain amount as W-2 and a certain amount as profit, or maybe not. Maybe your biggest goal is to save as much as you can pre-tax, and that's not the best strategy for you. Either way, you need a strategy meeting, CPA, certified financial planner, and talk about these major savings strategies where you can get large tax deductions, but also accumulate a bunch of money in an account that will grow tax-free for the rest of your life. When you retire, you can roll that Roth 401k into a Roth IRA. You don't even have to take required minimum distributions. You could leave it to your kids. Your kids could have it grow tax-free for the rest of their lives, too. So make sure you take advantage of that. Um, it's, it's a huge issue. So what can you do if you have a SEP IRA? You can even roll these things into the new plan that you create. Um, they're not very expensive to set up. Individual 401ks are free. The defined benefit plan that I'm talking about, you typically have to work with a third-party administrator to create the documents. Um, and it's not really all that difficult. You just got to take some time, carve out some time, do some planning, get nice tax breaks. Take advantage of this tax cut while it's here because expenses aren't going down, so I don't see it lasting much past 2026. So well, hopefully you didn't quit your job yesterday thinking you were going to win the lottery, because that probably didn't happen. When New home sales New home sales dropped 5.5% in September to a near two-year low. That's a little telling on housing, and it's a little bit of a break from what we're seeing with the consumer being happily spending. Boeing shares are higher after the company reported blowout results and raised 2018 forecasts. They have a product that the world wants, great airplanes. Safe airplanes, and they can put them together better than anyone else in the world, in my opinion. 800 516 1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more. Um, October could be a scary month, I don't know. And this is why I'm starting to see more gold commercials come out of the woodworks. I'm starting to see more, you know, what if the market goes to zero kind of marketing? Be very cautious, don't fall for it per se. Let's go. Uh, I'm Rob Black. Find me online at 
robblackshow.com. we got a big event coming up in San Jose in November. It's a Saturday event, the 17th. You can sign up for it. robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for either of the two events. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. On the iHeartRadio app. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.